You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by the American criminal justice system. They're the undefeated champion in disproportionately incarcerating minorities since the get-go. Let's get to it. Today, prisoners of war have the Geneva Convention on their side to ideally ensure them fair treatment by captors, though it's ignored left and right. Back in 1775, King George III had declared all American combatants in the Revolution to be traitors, denying them any gentleman's treatment as prisoners of war, and the punishment was death. At the same time, the British understood they had to tread lightly. By executing thousands of prisoners of the Continental Army, the British risked upheaval and revolt from loyalists who they wanted to keep on their side. The British solution to dealing with the prisoners was more diplomatic, yet less humane than execution itself. Rundown or captured ships not fit for duty were commissioned as British prison ships. Throughout the course of the war, more Americans would die on board prison ships than they would on the field of battle. The major culprit was widespread disease, namely smallpox and cholera. Within months after the Battle of Long Island alone, more than 2,000 American prisoners would die from neglect and poor conditions. The British had little choice but to continue the British prison ship policy. Fighting a more and more expensive war across the pond, the British were already ill-supplied. They could barely take care of their own soldiers. Attending to colonial prisoners just wasn't on their list of priorities. The Americans, however, handled the British prisoners with much more compassion. In reference to the British, George Washington said, Let them have no reason to complain of our copying the brutal example of the British Army in their treatment of our unfortunate brethren who have fallen into their hands. One of the British prisoners of war was a 13-year-old boy by the name of Andrew Jackson. A British officer ordered him to polish his boots. Being a brash badass, even at a young age, Andrew refused. The British officer responded by slashing his hand and face with a saber. To the future president of our country, the scars were as permanent as his hatred for the British. Years after the revolution, Andrew Jackson would get his revenge. But that's for another war and another episode. 